0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Today's episode of Front and Nationwide is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash, and with fractional shares, You can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1, and that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn, or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to Robinhood.com.
2: All investments involve risk. This is not an investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. Welcome to Front End Nationwide. This is the Athletics' dedicated Blue Jackets podcast. It is 8.09 out here in La La Land. It is 11.09. Back where you, I only say that, so if I tend to be a little slow in the draw, as the Blue Jackets were in the first period last night, you know why. (laughs) Allison Lucan is here.
1: Good morning, afternoon.
2: Yes, whatever it is when you listen to this. Blue Jackets with a 4-2 win last night in Los Angeles um you know the streak that's points in 13 of their last 14 games they're now one point out of the playoffs which is just remarkable given where they were three weeks ago a month ago 11 points out at one point Uh, it is safe to look at the standings again in Columbus Ohio Allison there's a lot going on with this team rarely do you see a team get to play like they did in the first period last night and lived to tell about it, especially on the road, especially 4,000 miles from home. Uh, not very good in the first period. Elvis was fantastic in the first period. And the Blue Jackets rose up in the final two to sort of pull that one out and, and keep uh, keep their jive, their good thing going.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's... That was quite a turnaround. Um, that first period was rough. You literally had players not sure who was going to go for a loose puck. Um, David yes. Savard goes for a clearing pass and inadvertently passes, almost shoots the puck back at his own goaltender. <laughs> um, I thought that Elvis was exceptional, particularly in that first, like you said, and it's it's amazing if you look at at the numbers from last from last night. Uh, this team played so poorly; it was almost impossible to overcome um, how poorly they played in the first. And still to win speaks to what the, the attitude and the effort that this team was able to put together. Because, yeah, they sure looked tired. And even even later in the game, some of the close-ups we saw in the broadcast of the guys' faces, and it, that's a hard adjustment for sure. Only with one day's rest, I mean, yeah. they looked tired, and it, it was an impressive kind of regrouping. Um, which we haven't always seen after a bad period from this team this year.
2: Yeah, we were joking that the Savard shot uh, whipping the puck past or back to Merzlikens was the Blue Jackets' best scoring chance of the first period.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um,
2: and Scott Harrington had one of those first periods where you go, "Wow, can you can you put this guy back out on the ice?" Right. He had right. two unreal turnovers that they live to tell about. Um, but you know what, Merslekins. This is four games now since Unis Pasal has gone down, and I mean Elvis has been really, really good. Um, I I I I feel like when it, it, I feel like it's less of a high wire act when he starts a game now, and and talking to him a little bit about this, I wanted to go a little bit deeper, but you know how the post game is, and talking to Tortorella about this too, there is a. There was a sense with Merzlikens early in the season, I think Winnipeg, the Winnipeg game really sort of crystallized it, where he was so intent on earning more playing time that he felt he needed to be special and do something outrageously special. And now that he knows the pipes are his, at least for the short term, he can just play. And a bad goal here isn't the end of Elvis Merzlikens. He's going to be given a chance to get past it. And I think that I think that creates a comfort level with him. That, certainly, one that he's used to as the starting goaltender. Um, and he mentioned he mentioned that being a positive yes, but also was very careful to say there are no bad there are no bad goals I can allow right now. Right. Um, but I, I feel like there's something there. And Allison, I'm wondering if you feel like there's some merit to that as well.
1: Yeah, I think he's definitely hinting to that. He said similar things um, Saturday. Um, at Nationwide Arena, you know, I think, it, and you're right. He's he's certainly not allowing for mistakes, but I think, you know, he used the phrase Saturday. He feels back in his skin, which is a phrase he used yeah. before, saying he was out of his skin. And I th- I think it's an identifiable emotion. If if you're in a competition and and you feel like you have no footing, it's almost more stressful, right? And you almost feel like you right. have to make the bigger splash and if you get that small window of opportunity, you have to be noticeable in the best way possible. And now he knows that as long as he is solid, as long as he doesn't do something egregious, this is his time to shine. And I think that that really does allow for some comfort in play. I think we saw the thing, same thing, quite honestly, in Corpusalo when it became clear he was going to get the lion's share of the starts. Arguably that's when his game started to come as well earlier this
2: year. Yeah. No, and that's that's what they were saying all along. That Corposala's inconsistencies would be ironed out uh, once he once he got into the into the rhythm of, of being the guy. Um, I want to get to a larger point here too. John Tortorella made a mention um, at the after last night's game that Sonny Milano, and we we've talked at length, I'm sure, on this podcast as well about how Milano has really picked it up this year. Uh, I I think there's more to it than just being granted the ice time, but maybe it's similar to what Merzlikens is experiencing, where he is getting regular ice time. One mistake, and he does make still quite a few mistakes, um, doesn't necessarily end his night. He doesn't get stapled to the bench. But Tortorella put it last night as he feels important. Mm -hmm. And he feels that this team needs him. Sonny Milano, had a beautiful play last night to set up uh, Harrington for the 2-1 goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has made that play several times. That's becoming like his signature move almost. Um, and His play, he has been a difference-making player in the positive. And I, th- I think it's reached a point where the Blue Jackets need Sonny Milano, especially with all these injuries, especially with the dearth of offense that they've had even when healthy, they need him almost as much as he needs them. And now it's similar to Merzlikens where the Blue Jackets need Elvis Merzlikens, they need him to be the guy, which is what he wants to be. And sometimes that helps a player take flight when they know that they're very, very important to a team. Are you feeling that that as well?
1: Yeah, and I agree with you a million percent. It's like Elvis, you know, for me – and I know those are Tortorella's words. It, for me, I, I wouldn't say that they feel important. I think it is more that trust and confidence in their role, um, in the opportunity they're being given. Because I, if I said what Tort said, I would, I would fear um, it speaks to maybe some arrogance that maybe shouldn't be there. That's just my parsing out words probably way more than I should. Um, but I do think it's about saying, you know what, I have a place here. I can do my thing And like you said, it's not going to get me punished if I make a little mistake here and there. And Sonny Milano not only had tremendous offensive contributions, I mean, he there were multiple times last night that he was he was just perfect on his entries and his transition last night, just dinking it around a defender, dinking it around, you know, the strong forward on the four check. Speed and skill to lose the puck and regain it within seconds to get around and get into the offensive zone, but yeah. what it, what I'm sure Tortorella is already clipping to show the guys is he he had a tremendous back check as well. Sonny well, Milano, a that's right. It could have
2: been a two-on-one. Yeah, 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 that's right.
1: And you know, it wasn't. He looked. T- t- what was interesting about it to me because Sunny Milano's skating has always had kind of a frenetic quality to me. He looked calm and composed as he went back. It looked natural to his game. And that element of it, to me, I mean, it was shocking. More so even than the context of he shut down the odd man rush or helped shut down the odd man rush. That was perhaps maybe the most impressive thing I saw for him, not just because of what he did, but the attitude that that play had around it from him as he executed.
2: Yeah, and and he, he busted ass to get back on that play. He did. And it wasn't just a skating pass take a whack at the puck either. He he beat up his guy and yep. and yep. rode him.
1: Positioned him like, yep,
2: yep. Yeah, he'd say, be like, Wow. <laughs> what <laughs> City Milano. And I'll say like we, we people think even we've been unduly harsh on on Milano and I don't think we have. But I've I've been saying it back to the Calder Cup. Was that fifteen or sixteen? Uh... When the monsters won the Calder Cup at Gosh, my, 15, I my, think. My, it's all blurring yeah, together. It seems like it. I watched that kid play in that series. And by the time the AHL gets to its championship round, that is some seriously awesome hockey. Yes. And guys like Milano, he was still a young player at the time. He still is now. But he had to assume a checking line role. in the, And he wasn't great at it, but he busted his ass at it. And I remember watching and thinking, you know what? Now I think this kid has a chance, not because he's going to do this, but because he's dialed in enough to do this. Like there's a lot of guys that would have said, no, that's not what I do. I'm not a fourth line guy that, that, that works his ass off on the wall and checks and bangs and just dumps it in and gets it off. But that's what he did. He, he assumed a role that was unnatural to him in that series and, and quite frankly helped them win uh, the trophy. Mm-hmm. So there's always been something about him. With the team, I think he. I know he's driven John Tortorella crazy. I know there's a lot of people who thought that that they should have given up on him long ago, but I think there's always been a kernel in there that has intrigued them. It's not just the scoring and there's something else about him that has made them give him a continual chance to to not give up on him, um, and I think they might be starting to get re- rewarded for it. Here,
1: mm-hmm. and that Calder Cup uh, to confirm was 2016. Uh, okay, to, to yeah. be sure we don't get it wrong there.
2: Yeah, good because it, it didn't seem like it was that long, ago. <laughs> but but things can move uh, right. quickly. Um, so Blue Jackets four two over the Kings last night. They are tonight in Anaheim. Uh, Allison, this is an unusual trip for them. It's un- it's not rare that you play three and four in California. It's rare that you arrive Sunday night and begin the three on four on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, there's usually a little more opportunity to stretch your legs a bit, and get acclimated. Um, maybe they worked it out of their system last night in that first period. I thought they moved a lot better after that. But how big of a challenge is this for this team here? Uh, not great competition. I mean, it's the NHL, so anybody can beat anybody. Um, but this is a chance for them to make a little bit of noise if they can get through, um, the, the, the labor it's going to cost, uh, the, the effort that they have to put forth under kind of a tough schedule.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, for people who maybe haven't been out there for this swing, this is one of the better, at least, Setups. I mean, sometimes they've gone L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, or the reverse, which oh, is up, down, yes. up, down. At least they are going L.A. to Anaheim. Those are the two closest of the three. And another thing they did, is, as I think you did last night as well, which was really smart, is they left L.A. and went to Anaheim last night because that drive can be a nightmare in normal uh, L.A. traffic. Um, so I like that they did that. You can obviously see they're trying to maximize on the margins. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be it's it's going to be a big ask. But this group seems keyed in right now. I I will be interested. I have no problem with Elvis getting back to back starts. I think that's a fine ask of him, particularly given his workload to date. But I will be interested to see how he responds specifically in this situation. Also,
2: that's a great segue, Allison.
1: Well, thanks.
2: That's a professional segue because I want to talk about the goaltending. Elvis has been fantastic. Elvis is right now, obviously, clearly, no duh, the number one guy with solo out probably through oof, February, middle of February. Um, I know Matisse Kivleniak is here. You know he's here. He's with this team. I've seen him. But is he right now the number two? I, um, I, to me, no you know where i'm going
1: i i do i say no honestly right but but it's hard too because the this is what we've talked about a million times either of the options has zero nhl experience zero so right. but right. i do not if i if it was me if i was gm for a day and everyone can be terrified by that uh it would not be Matisse
2: Yeah, and so here's the dilemma. So Vinny Vevelainen's playing in in Cleveland right now, and he has played absolutely fantastic. Like, he has clearly been the better goaltender uh, in Cleveland. It's not even close. I'll dial up the numbers here as I'm talking. And so you want to keep your guy active, Vevelainen. So he stays with Cleveland. Matisse Kavleniak goes on the road with the Blue Jackets. I'm obviously if Merzlikan can't finish a game then Kivleniax comes in because he is here but if there is a scheduled start for the backup I'm not sure that they don't bring up a uh, Vevelainen who has been playing and has been active to make that start swap him with Kivleniax and then swap him back again when Elvis is ready to get up and, and start and, and Vevelainen can go back to to Cleveland. These are the numbers it's, I mean, it's not, if it were close you'd say, well, Kavleniak's has been around North America for a while, but it's not close Kibleniak's, uh 894 save percentage, 3.04 goals against this year 894 and 304 Vae 924 and 2.01 goals against so we're talking 30 points higher in the save percentage and a goal less per game behind the same team um, now, sometimes it's unfair. You don't know the situations that these guys have played in, but those are still dramatic numbers. If this team makes its call-ups based on merit, I assume they do. Every, they say they do. Every team does say they do. It's got to be Favellain, and if 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 they need a start and to give Elvis a break,
1: yeah. And and furthermore, I mean, not just on merit. You know, we've talked about this too. This team is in a very different situation now, and they need the guy who's going to help give them the very best chance to win. This is not a let's see, you know, how you kind of do up at this level. Let's see what we have. This is this is a different situation now. Um, and when they left on this trip with Matisse, that signals to me, at least, that Elvis is getting all four of these starts. Um, yeah. Now the trick is, right. it, well, I guess they're not. There they couldn't be in. Terrible, terrible trouble because heaven forbid something would help it happen to Elvis if they shoot. Well, they'd have to bring up Vevalainen potentially anyway, but they would have time because there's now a day between each of the other games. But right. uh, yeah, I agree. A switch is something that would have to happen um, because if again, if you look at the numbers, if if you look at two, we you know we've talked about this goaltending pipeline. It's guys like Tarasov and Vevalainen who are viewed as being the next. NHL caliber goaltenders um, you would think these are the guys that they would be calling up to actually play
2: yeah and they may just need I don't know two starts in this span. but let's let's uh, let me ask you this Elvis can't start every game until Corpus Corpus comes back can he well you know let's look at this
1: no well let's look at this sure he can I say yes he can Every game. Here's, well, uh, here's, Over if, six weeks. If you recall, my, my barometer, my decision point is the all-star break, right? Mm-hmm. So after tonight in Anaheim, okay. there's only one other back-to-back, and they have a day between every other game, and then they have two games for which they have two days rest before the game. And it's a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. I think he could play that.
2: They also have a nine day, nine day break, eight day break. No, nine day break at right. the end of, of uh, January.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So if they can get to that yeah. All Star break, which I include the buy right. in that, that, then they have to, and if and that that could be close to Corpusalo returning. The calendar works in their favor there. So to me, to say they could potentially be riding Elvis to that break through, which takes us through the end of January. That's not irrational to me, Allison. Awesome. Aaron,
2: <laughs> he can't get hurt.
1: Well, of course he can't get. no you one can't
2: <laughs> run him into the ground like you did Corpusala.
1: Okay, but we don't know that Corpusala was run into the ground. I'm not as much as I'm concerned, some people I've talked to who obviously were not in the room diagnosing, don't necessarily think that if the injury is what we've been told, which there's no reason to think it isn't, that's not necessarily an overuse injury. Yeah. So,
2: right. And that's, that's totally fair.
1: And right as you've said, Elvis is the guy who is used to this workload albeit at a different level whereas Corpus Allo was not in recent history at least.
2: Yeah. I just worry about any goalie when you start to see 10, 11, 13, 14 perspectives. I totally starts agree.
1: I totally agree with yeah,
2: you. Whoa. It's a mental thing as much as a physical thing, too.
1: Totally but, agree with
2: you. I mean, there is no way Elvis is going to say, kind of need a break here, John. Right. <laughs> that's not that's not going to
1: happen. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd that be
2: amazing. That's not going to happen. Amazing. Nope. He's, he's sleeping pretty good last night. Um, yeah. No, I, I, he was really, really good last night. And to our, our earlier thing, I think Torch saying feel important doesn't mean doesn't mean you're the guy or you're the, just, you, you feel like this band needs you. You're yep. not just yep. a backup singer now. Yep. This band really needs you. Yep. And they're counting on you now. And that you, that sort of swells the chest up a little bit.
1: Well, um, and, I, and and it breeds on itself too, right? Because both total. Elvis and Sonny haven't really shit the bed either. So no. it that feeds nope. into this too. Not only do you know you're an essential part of this group, when you got your chance you did pretty well with it. So so there yeah. might just be a thing to this after all.
2: Well, the really cool thing that they've got working here, you see the way Gerby's playing, mm-hmm. Stenland is playing. Um, we could go go on here. Um, so Nudavara and, and uh, Bemstrom came back in the lineup last night, but it's made clear to all these guys, this is the level of play now. This is the pace of play, and you don't want to be the guy that brings it down. Right. Um, Milano's first period in Boston w- w- uh, prompted a conversation with Tortorella. Look, this is how guys are playing right now. You gotta, you gotta be a part of this, not what you were before. And I think he's been really good since. But that, that's the sort of the directive to all of these guys. I think Cam Atkinson could be back tonight in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Not sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I think they didn't didn't want him to play a back-to-back, yes. Kings and Ducks. So there's some they held him back perhaps an extra day. Uh, but he sure looks like he's moving well and is ready to play. Uh, but same thing there. Like he's cam freaking Atkinson. Of course, he's going to play if he's, if he's able. Uh, but it's got it. It can't be what it was before. If that's not what that team's doing. This, this team's doing right now. You, you've got to fit in. You've got to assimilate at the pace that this team is playing. Like he's the teamwork, all of that stuff. Um, it's been great. Kirby's been great. Um, Allison, just what that guy has brought to this team, Nathan Mm Gerby. I did it again last night. Energy guy, difference maker, exceptional.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what I like, too, is – and I've mentioned this now uh, maybe off the cuff, but also I want to say it here. You know, it's as much as we talk about the skill, because that's what matters that this guy has brought, and the tenacity and how he's contributing directly to this team succeeding – I really like that this is this is the captain of the Cleveland Monsters. And when you have this yes. many guys from that team, many of whom are in an unfamiliar situation of playing regularly in the NHL, looking around the room to a Seth Jones, to a Zach Wierenski, players like this, Pierre-Luc Dubois even is across the room from you. To have your captain also there to help with that transition in terms of the team, I think there's probably a lot of value to that that maybe we don't even see.
2: Yeah. And Kirby is just, he's one of these guys and you you meet guys like this as they come through that he is a hockey player. Yep. And he, he loves that he's here. Of course he does. But this isn't the end all be all of, of civilization for him. He was, he was, he was proud to be the captain in Cleveland. Yes. And he'll be proud to go back to Cleveland and be the captain again. Um, he's kind of kind of goes about things his own way. Um, he's obviously playing with with um, some emotional stuff going on in the background with his father. Uh, a big goal last night. I think it was probably too late after the game to call call his family <laughs> on the in the Eastern time zone. But he is he, he's brought a lot to this team. And I have said it before. I don't know how you look that guy in the eye and say he's not one of your top. Thirteen forwards and deserves to stay with this team, but we'll see where it goes when these guys start to come back uh, from injury. Um, we so oh, there's a there's a feature story on Nathan Gerby that's up there. Um, there is the mid-season report card is posted, so there's some stuff to go back and read if you missed it over the holidays about these guys. Allison, anything you you wish to add here before we wrap on a beautiful Tuesday? No, I think it's
1: just everyone keep drinking your coffee. Um, if you weren't with this team when they were in the West Coast, in the Western Conference before, this might feel awkward. But, but like we've said, these are games that matter. So take your afternoon nap and join us for some more late-night hockey through the rest of the week.
2: Yeah, what's the appropriate time for an after-length for, for an afternoon nap?
1: Mm, well, they say that to get the proper REM cycle, you should go in intervals of, of 90 minutes but uh that might be too long for 90 but that might be too long for some people take what you can get sleep take (laughs) take what you can get my friend feels like a sleep it's fair yes it's fair
2: i suggest a little 25 minute siesta
1: i think that's lovely with maybe a little coffee after
2: yeah and a gentle breeze yeah uh (laughs) thanks for listening we will uh be back with you on friday and thanks for sticking with us thanks for staying up late We'll talk to you then.